Welcome to the Divine Healing Podcast. I am your host, Femi the Divine. The purpose of this podcast is to help you facilitate healing through holistic modalities. If you are seeking to radically transform your life through inner healing work, you are in the right place. Please join me as I share tips and tricks that have helped me along my journey to healing. I am here to be your guide and provide help and support as you navigate your own personal journey. Thanks for listening. Let's start the show. Welcome to the Divine Healing Podcast. I'm your host, Femi the Divine, and thank you for tuning into today's show. If this is your first time listening, thank you for pushing the play button. I am a spiritualist. I'm an intuitive. I am an Abarisha or an Arisha devotee. I'm a hoodoo practitioner. And most importantly, your helping hand as you navigate this spiritual journey we call life. So if you're a returning listener, Welcome back. We are now on episode number 20. I can't believe it's been 20 episodes, y'all. Like this has gone by so fast. We'll be coming up on a one-year anniversary of the show in November. So again, thank you all to everyone who has listened, who has sent me feedback, who has shared, who has supported the show from day one. I wasn't sure how this was going to go, y'all, but I know Spirit kept pushing me to do it, and I finally did. So this week I am back with a top 10. I'm going to give you all 10 books that have helped me along my spiritual journey. This is just a list of generic books. They're not all about one particular topic, but I have found them helpful by providing different pieces of information that I have needed along the way. I'm pretty sure all of these books can be found on Amazon, at Barnes & Noble, or wherever you purchase your books, wherever books are sold. I will put a link to each and every book down in the show notes so that you all can add them to your cart, order them if you see fit. They're not in any particular order, except for the very last one. I'm going to save my favorite book. But last, so you're going to have to listen to the list so you can find out what it is. But let's get started with number 10. First book on the list, The Spirit of Intimacy by Sobufu Somme. This is a very short book, but it is a wonderful read. If you were interested in the science behind relationships and what intimacy truly is, especially from the African perspective, This is a great little book to read. I feel like I picked this up at a local bookshop. Had no idea what it was going to be about. It sat on my bookshelf for a long time before I finally dove into it. And it must have been the right time because it was exactly what I needed to hear. It talks about the dynamics of relationships on the continent and about true Intimacy. I think a lot of people are confused about what intimacy really is. They think it's just sex when that can be one form of intimacy. Obviously, you can be intimate with someone, but intimacy is so much deeper than just sex. So if you're interested in learning about it from that perspective, especially if you are somebody in the space of trying to navigate how to link sexuality with spirituality, Definitely a good read. Number nine, The Creation Frequency by Mike Murphy. 
This book was required reading for a meditation group that I participated in for a period of time every Saturday. And in this book, it goes over how to write the life that you desire, that you truly want. Each chapter goes over, there's a the gentleman that wrote the book, he goes over how he changed his life through what's basically known as scripting, where you write down what it is that you desire in the present tense as if it's happening now. And he talks about his journey and how he met with this mysterious gentleman that helped him do this and about how his life changed throughout that process. Again, this is also a very short read. I may have mentioned this book in a past episode, I don't remember, but it gets down to the nitty gritty of basically ask and ye shall receive. Each chapter goes over like a different aspect of your life. This was another book that I picked up and I put down and I picked up and I put down. And then finally, I took it with me on vacation and I remember reading it from cover to cover on the flight back. And then I wrote out what it was that I was seeking as it related to that particular meditation class that I had been taking. The other cool thing about this book is there is an app that you can download. So once you write out your frequency or what it is that you are working on manifesting, you can record your voice and play it back. So I thought that was kind of cool. And I believe the app is free. So that was number nine. Number eight, The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. Most of us have heard about The Five Love Languages Maybe you have taken the quiz, but maybe you haven't read the book. I know there are different iterations of the book. Like there's the main one, then there's one I believe for your children and so on and so forth. Kind of reminds me of, remember how Chicken Soup for the Soul had all those different versions? Same kind of deal. But basically, funny story how I ended up reading this book. And I had heard about the love languages. I don't remember if I had taken the quiz or not before. But I remember one night, it's a Friday night. I came home from work. I had worked at the bar until 2.30 a.m., came home around 3 o'clock. And I'm watching TV. It goes off on my couch in my family room. And I'm awakened by this loud boom. And I jump up like, what the heck was that? Books on the bookshelf came crashing on the floor. So something was trying to get my attention to get me to wake up. Couldn't go back to sleep. I don't know why the five love languages popped into my head, but they did. And here I am up at 3.30 a.m. taking this quiz, trying to figure out what my love languages are. So the next day, I have a reading with the priestess, the same one that was hosting that meditation group I mentioned a moment ago. And she's doing my reading and she's, you know, checking in and telling me what I need to do. And she says, I have a book for you to read. Would y'all believe the book was the five love languages? I kid you not, I can't make this up. But that was what she said. Mind you, she's all the way in California on the West Coast. She had no idea that I was up. I said, wait a minute, I was just up at 3 a.m. taking this quiz. And she said, oh, so you heard you heard spirit. So I thought that was hilarious. But at the time I was in the meditation group and it was about relationships and I was married. And so my husband and I ended up reading the book and we talked about it. And the interesting thing for me was, I think I took the quiz first and then I ordered the book and then we read the book. And when I read the book, I gained a greater understanding of what each love language was. And I found out, found that my love languages weren't what I originally thought they were. And then also I noticed that they changed 
over time. So the things that I required at that point in time, being newly disabled, having some medical issues and that type of thing were different than what they were, you know, previously. And I think if I took the quiz now, they'd probably be different too. Um, but I definitely gained a better understanding of each one. Acts of service was one where the, the description in the book made me think about it differently than I had initially understood it. So that's a pretty popular book. A lot of people have read that book. You can find that one pretty much anywhere. I've even seen that one on the shelf in like Target or Walmart or somewhere like that. So definitely pick up the five love languages. It doesn't have to be you don't have to be in a, a relationship to read it or to understand it or to benefit from it. It's good to know your love languages so that you can show and tell someone else how you want to be loved best so that you can also use that information to show your partners, your friends, your family members, your children, how you love them in a way that they will understand and appreciate it. How many of us have seen that meme where it talks about... You're out here buying expensive gifts for someone who just wants the dishes washed. That's an example of how you may think your partner wants something and that's not really important to them. It's more important. Something else is more important to them. And if you're not communicating those things or you don't understand their love language and your love language and how to meet in the middle, then there may be some you know, confusion and misunderstanding. Definitely check that book out. The next one, number seven. Sacred Pampering Principles by Debrina Jackson Gandy. This book I read, I want to say probably almost 10 years ago, but it remains on the list as one of my favorites because it is basically an all around guide to self care for Black women. I don't remember how I stumbled onto the book, but I ordered it from Amazon. I read it. There's a lot of great information in there. She gives you things to think about. She gives you activities, certain things for you to practice and do. This book is a little dated, though. I remember, I believe it was written in the 90s or the early 2000s. But I remember chuckling about, in the one chapter she talked about putting on, I want to say it was a cassette tape or a CD or something. And I had to laugh at that because, you know, we don't use cassettes anymore. Some folks may still use CDs, but, you know, mostly we stream music. I would love to see an updated version of this book. But the information minus a few little um, minor things like that, it being dated, the information is very good. So definitely add that book to your library. Number six, Sidewalk Oracles by Robert Moss. This book, I think I found it at a local bookstore. I've not ever heard anybody else talk about it, but it is definitely a good read. Sidewalk Oracles refers to, they use the word oracle to refer to something that is a sign or a synchronicity. So you ever have situations where something pops up and it's like an aha moment or a light bulb goes off or you happen to be at the right place at the right time with the right person and all the stars align for something to happen. This book talks about that, about how to recognize signs and synchronicities, about the whole idea that everything happens for a reason and how to find meaning in even the smallest situations. I'm a firm believer in the idea that 
everything happens for a reason. And sometimes the reason is something, you know, minor. It's, it's It doesn't always have to be something deep and prophetic. But it's about those types of situations where God kind of winks at you, if that makes sense. So definitely a good read. Um, again, that was Sidewalk Oracles by Robert Moss. Book number five, The Game of Life and How to Play It by Florence Scovelshin. So y'all, this is an old school self-help, self-development type of book. I actually got this book from my mom. She lent me like an old, worn, tattered copy years ago. And I think she borrowed her, she got her copy, a friend gave it to her. Um, And I ended up purchasing a copy for myself. And it's a little small book. Most of the books on this list are short reads. You could probably read them in a few hours if it takes, if it even takes that long. Um, It's a tiny book. The version I have is small. But the thing I like about this book is it gives you like questions to think about and things to do at the end of each chapter. Florence Scovel Shin is an old school self-help type of um, author. I know that there are multiple books. This is the only book of hers that I've actually read, but I have seen like an anthology where it has more than one of her works in there. Definitely classic, classic book, but it goes over a lot of different life lessons and different things you can do to help you navigate life and be successful. That one you can probably find anywhere as well. Um, it's it's a pretty old book. Like I said, the copy, the original copy that I had was old, worn, and tattered. I got it from my mom. Book number four, How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicole LaPera. I stumbled onto this book on Instagram some kind of way. I stumbled onto her page. She is a therapist. And I believe she has a podcast as well. It's called The Self-Healer Soundboard. I believe that's what it is. It's her and another person on the podcast. But this book is awesome. I ordered it. I want to say it had just been released when I stumbled onto her page. And I ordered it from Amazon. And she talks about how she literally went through the process of doing the work in her own life, how she navigated through trauma. She went back through her childhood and identified things, situations, people, places, things that directly contributed to, you know, some of the happenings in her life and how she arrived at, you know, where she is now. Um, She talks about her relationship and how they had trials and tribulations as they moved their way through that. And the cool thing about this book was I mentioned it to my therapist in a session. And then the next session, she held up the book on the Zoom. She ordered a copy and she wanted to read it with me. So that was definitely cool. She also references some other good books. I know there was one about, I want to say about parents who haven't aged. I can't remember the name of the book, but about dealing with emotionally immature parents, um, But she definitely has some good references in that book in addition to the book itself being great. There's also activities, questions to ponder at the ends of the chapter, but it's definitely a book. It's not one that I would read in one sitting per se. It's one of those books where you're going to have to read it, take some time to digest it and work through because as you read her story and you start to think about some of these things, you may have things come up. You will have things come up. Let's just be honest about it, that you may need to take time 
to work through, but it is an amazing, amazing book. It's one of the ones I always recommend to people when they, you know, ask for books to read um, as it relates to self-help and self-development. And the book is fairly new. I want to say it's only been out, I think it came out sometime last year. Like I said, I just happened to stumble upon Dr. LaPera's Instagram page and that was how I found out about the book. Number three, well, really numbers two and three, this one's a twofer because it's the same author. So The Four Agreements and Mastery of Love, both books are by Don Miguel Ruiz. The Four Agreements is one of those books that always ends up on the, you know, the best new age spirituality books list, but with good reason. He gives you four principles, four guiding principles basically to live by. I'm not going to give away the four principles, so you all will go and read the book. But it gives you four points basically to think about. And you can use them as you navigate your day to day to help yourself remain centered and balanced and so on and so forth. Definitely a good read. Again, this is a short read. Um, But all four of those things are things that I continue to strive for and to live by. Because at the end of the day, you can only control yourself. Don't get caught up in what everybody else is doing. Don't let other people, you know, get you out of pocket and upset you. Remember, you can only control yourself. And for every action, there is a reaction. So it's up to you to determine what your reaction is going to be when other people, you know, do or say things to you. Definitely a good read. The other book, Mastery of Love, I just read this recently, maybe like a few months ago. And... It kept popping up for me. Like I went to the bookstore, I saw it. I feel like I saw it on Instagram. For some reason, it kept popping up in my line of vision. So I said, well, it must be time for me to read this book. So I picked it up one day from Barnes & Noble. Mastery of Love was definitely not about what I thought it was going to be about. But it really gets down to almost kind of like the spirit of intimacy, the first book that I recommended. Like the science... And it really breaks down the psychology of relationships and not just romantic relationships, friendships, you know, relationships with your family members. But it really breaks down how to relate to one another in a relationship. And it kind of reiterates what I just spoke about, about how you can only control yourself. Um, Definitely a good read. At the time when I sat down and I finally read it, it was what I needed to hear at that time. Again, another short read, quick read, but full of valuable information. So now we have made it to number one. Like I said before, the rest of those books weren't necessarily in any particular order. But this one is my absolute favorite. And it is The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. This, along with The Four Agreements, is one of those books that's always on that list of Top New Age Spirituality Books. And again, this one is for good reason as well. The first time I read The Alchemist, I want to say I was in middle school in the eighth grade. It's a short read. It's an easy read. And it's about the shepherd's journey, basically to enlightenment. And he goes off on this journey. I won't give away the details of the book. And he basically makes it to 
his final destination. And it talks about his trials and tribulations along the way, how he navigated them, the lessons that he learned and so on and so forth. I revisited this book. I want to say it may be 2015 or 2016. One of my girlfriend's mentioned it to me and it was one that she recommended to people. And when I read it for the second time, remember the first time I read it, I was probably 12 or 13 years old, I'm guessing. I saw it because it kind of reached like almost like a like a bedtime story, I feel like. Um, so, I mean, if you're a child and you're reading it, you probably won't get the deeper meaning out of it. But as an adult, you'll get a totally different experience. It's definitely a good read. It opened my eyes to a lot of things in a different way as an adult when I read it the second time. And it's always a book that I give as a gift. So if I know somebody is graduating, that's usually what I give them as a gift. It's a very popular book. I think I found a copy at Target when I needed to gift it to somebody. You can always order it from Amazon. Most bookstores have it. But it's about this young man's journey to enlightenment. And if you found your way here to this show, you're probably on the same type of journey. So I said all of that to say, if you don't pick up any of the other books that I've listed on this list, get you a copy of The Alchemist. And once you read it, shoot me a message and let me know what you got out of it and how you felt about it. I think that book, out of all of the books that I read, I'm an avid reader. I'm a bibliophile at heart. I've been reading since I was two years old. I have books coming out of my ears. If you ever come to my house and you see the bookcases and and the stacks of books everywhere, this is my all-time favorite book. If you are needing direction, you're needing guidance, it's written on such a basic level, like I said, that a middle schooler could read it. But the information is so valuable. You can take those lessons and apply them as you move forward along your journey. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I gave you my personal list, my top 10 favorite books that have helped me on my spiritual journey. Please believe I have read probably hundreds of books at this point. And most of which, very rarely do I read a book and I say, you know, I didn't get anything out of it or I didn't enjoy it. I think a lot of times when we find ourselves in that space, we don't finish the book. And I also have a ton of books around here that maybe I've purchased and I haven't gotten to yet. It just may not be time for me to receive whatever message is in those pages for me. But these are all books that I absolutely love. Information will be in the show notes. If you pick up The Alchemist or any of these other books and you find that the information resonates with you, you enjoy the book, drop me a line. My contact information is listed in the show notes and let me know. So thank you all for listening. And before I go, I'm going to leave you all with an affirmation as always. I affirm I am on a quest for new knowledge. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.